Good morning, good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. So, it is Monday. And you know what? We're going to be talking about returning to our first love. So, before we get started, you know how we do. We're not going to change up too much stuff in 2020, but we are going to focus even harder on more scripture and focus more on returning back to what the Lord would require of us that we're supposed to do anyway, which is have a praise in our mouth and rejoice in all things, whether good, bad, or indifferent. Sometimes we get distracted and we can let people distract us as well as the enemy. So in this year, let us not do that. So let's go on and head into prayer. And then I've got a scripture for you guys. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you once again for a new day. Lord, thank you for your new mercies that are brought to all of us every morning. Lord, I want to lift up some people today. I lift up Dorothy Scott. Lord, that she's going to some difficult legal challenges. Lord, I just ask you, ask of you, Lord, to give her the strength, the peace, the endurance. And Lord, give her the right people to guide her through the legal system as it can be very taxing and very hard to deal with. Lord, I lift up eternal. Lord, with her daughter, who is 12 years of age, who is really fighting with some medical issues, and the doctors do not know what they are, but Lord, you know. So Lord God, give them the wisdom to know what is wrong, what is ailing her, and how to assist her. Lord, I'm also praying, Lord, for my family and a church that I can just sit in until I need to leave, Lord. I'm just praying for help and assistance, Lord God, when it is time for me to transition. Lord, I lift up my kids to you, Lord. I pray for my daughter who has autism, Lord. I pray that she would grow out of that label. I pray that you will help me, Lord God, when it comes to her, to be able to help her, guide her. And Lord, I just pray for the strength to endure and the patience, Lord God, give me patience to deal with her and all of the challenges that come with autism. Lord, I also pray for my my younger daughter who also has a challenge. Lord, I also pray that she grows out of the label as well. Lord, help me to be patient with all my children and especially the ones that have extra challenges. Lord, you don't give anything more to me than I can bear. So, Lord, I'm just praying for endurance, strength, and patience, Lord God, with these children. Lord, I also pray for every podcaster that I don't know, Lord, that as they are out there sharing their content, that they don't get downhearted and that they don't get saddened because they don't have millions and millions of listeners or views or whatever it is that they are seeking or wanting to do. Lord God, let them speak their truth. Let them speak the content that they need to give out to whatever community. Lord God, I also pray, Lord, for myself. Lord, help me to change my mind, change my heart. Lord, help me to be kinder. Help me to just, Lord, help me to make better choices and decisions and to be wiser and to 
have more discernment, Lord God, and help me to maintain boundaries and standards, Lord God, to keep myself safe. Lord, I thank you for all the heartache, all the pain, and all the blessings that, Lord, that you have given me. I thank you for the good and the bad. And, Lord, I thank you that you are still God, regardless of what I go through. Lord, I thank you for in the name of your son, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Alrighty, so I was up this morning. Of course, you guys know that. I'm always up early in the morning. Sometimes I'm not up too early. Sometimes I don't get up at 3. I might be lazy, get up at 4. So that's kind of what happened today. It was a little lazy bit day. I, I woke up around like maybe 4.14, 4.20, something like that. But it wasn't the 3 o'clock hour, so... Eh, I took a little I took a little extra hour. It's okay. So um, I wanted to read uh, some scripture. And, and for the context, um, we're going to be coming out of Psalms. And we're going to be reading the 103rd Psalm, uh, verses 1, chapter, well, okay, so it's chapter 103, verse 1 through 22. So that's where you can read everything. I won't be reading the entire passage. I'm just going to read verses one through six. So I encourage you to go back and read um, Psalm 103. It's really not that long of a passage. So that's always a positive for some of us. So like, oh my gosh, this is so long. <laughs> so it's only got 22 verses. So I'm going to read it. And then we'll, of course, like we always do, we'll have a little bit of back commentary on it. So here we go. I'm going to read it. And here we go. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth, with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. That was a KJV, and real quick, I'll switch over to NIV for those who are like, what is that? And it says, praise the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name, praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and the crowns you and pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. Okay. So sorry about the little you know, my mouth. <laughs> Sometimes we get a little tug-tied, but that's just life. <laughs> so I wanted for us to think, can we, can we go back? Come, come back with me for a minute. Close your eyes if you're able to do so. If not, just listen. Can we go back to our first love? Who was your first love? My first love was Jesus. Yeah, I had some, some random dudes in there, but those are my first love. Can you go back and can you recall your first love when you learned about who Jesus was? 
Can, can you recall when you learned about who God was in the Holy Spirit? Can you remember when you were in Sunday school and they used to tell you the great stories of Moses? They used to tell you about Adam and Eve in the garden. Can you recall when they would talk about when God stepped in? What happened to certain people? Can you recall about Abraham being taught about Abraham and his wife Sarah? Can you can you recall the stories? Can you recall your first love when you would watch the Bible stories and they would have the Ten Commandments? Can you recall your first love of God from a child till now, from from when you were an innocent child till your teenage years, till your adult years? Do you still have that awe of who God is? Can you recall, can you go back and say, wow, from that time till now, even back in the Bible days, God is still the same. He has not changed from the time of Moses, from the time of Abraham, from the time of Jacob, from the time of Isaac, from the time of Isaiah. He hasn't changed at all. Can you recall your first love? Can you? See, can we recall all the things and ways the Lord has been faithful to us? Have you ever just sat down and just thought where the Lord has truly brought you from? Do you get a chance to just sit and just, after you've prayed or you've read your scripture and you just sit after you've, and that's what kind of happened to me today. Do you just sit and reflect on the word and like, my Lord, Lord, if it had not been for you in this situation, I don't know where I would have been. Lord, if you never stepped in, in this circumstance, where would I be? Lord God, if it had not been for you and me being obedient to when you told me to move, move. Lord, where would I be? Lord, you have directed my path every single step. Lord, you will never left me. Even when I thought you were gone, you were right there with me, watching. And you never left me. You never have forsaken me. You were right there. You saw everything. Nothing passed you. Nothing missed you. You saw everything. When I stop and and think of the goodness of Jesus, of course, my soul. (laughs) I don't know about you, but my soul cries hallelujah. Because if it had not been for God, I don't know where I would be. There are some situations and circumstances that I was involved in that I had no business being involved in. Some that could have flat out taken out my life. But God. (laughs) It was many but God moments in my life. And yet they still are continuing in my life because the Lord is, is always active. He's very active. And I can see him in my life very clearly. There are simple things that I say, oh, that's God. I'm not one of those people that are like, mm, it could have been God. Man, it could have been me. 
No, there are so many things that I can testify to that I have a testimony in my mouth to talk about where God's brought me from. Every single thing that I do, every single thing that I do is a testament to God. Whether someone believes me or not, that's fine, but I know what I'm going to do. I know this podcast is created just to give him glory. I know the book was written to give him glory, to to testify to how good he is. And that when you still yet pray and you still stay in your word and you still go to the church house and you ask for prayer and you keep going and you stay as faithful as you possibly can be, God is not going to let you suffer so much so that he just turns his back. He's not going to do that. He sees it all. He always is there. So I wanted to um, let people know, stop looking at people. Stop thinking people are not going to hurt you and not let you down. They will. Because remember, man will always let you down. I am a person, I will let somebody down, I will let many people down. Do I want to? No, but it's going to happen because it's human nature. We are not equipped to always do everything right. We have to work to do those things. God has to do those work in us. We cannot just go around thinking well, we're not going to hurt people because it's still going to happen. It's inevitable. We live in a sinful world with a sinful nature. It's going to happen. Man will hurt you. But God will never. He will not do a lot of things. God will never lie. God is not a man that he should lie. He'll never lie. He will never leave you. Ever. He'll never leave your side. Nor will he forsake you. He's never going to turn his back on you. He's never going to walk away, wash his hands away. Oh, I'm done with you, child. That's it. God will never leave you nor forsake you. That you can take to the bank. He is always there. You may not feel his presence. You might say, Lord, where are you? But he's right there. Sometimes our circumstances feel like they overwhelm us and they bog us down so much. We can't feel his presence, but he's right there watching, knowing what's going on, seeing your tears, seeing your problems, seeing what's going on. Some of us think, Lord, where are you? You know, I can't afford to feed my kids. Lord, you know, I can't afford to take this promotion. I don't know how to do this. Lord, where are you? Why is this situation so bad? I don't know how to I don't know how to keep the faith in this. God sees all our problems we are to take to the Lord. Everything. One of the verses today that was on uh you version for the Bible uh was coming from Philippians 4 6. So if you haven't been able to read that verse, it's always a good verse to read. So I suggest you go and look it up. But Philippians 4, 6. You take all your problems, all your anxieties, everything to him. And with prayer and supplication, you make your requests be known to the Lord. Make it be known. Tell the Lord what's going on. In prayer, that's you where you commune and talk to him. 
You have to let him know, Lord, this is what's on my heart. This is what's going on, Lord. You have to seek him out. The Heavenly Father, the Almighty, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the great I am. You talk to him about your problems because there's no problem too big because he is the creator of all things of heaven and earth. Do you not think he is big enough to solve your minuscule problems to him? Because for God, your problems are minor. <laughs> this is what we forget. We fail to see. our problems are minor to the Lord there's nothing too big there's nothing too small God can handle every single problem it is our job to pray and keep on praying about it working and being proactive in, in what we are to do as best as we can and keep it moving See, our faith needs to be action. You need to do things in action. While you're praying, you're doing things actively. Now, there's a difference between doing things actively, proactively, and rushing before time. Let you not make the mistake of doing something that, yes, the Lord has put on your heart. Yes, the Lord wants you to do it, but you rush before time. Sometimes you have to be still and know that I am God, Psalm 46.10. Sometimes we rush, like, okay, Lord, you told me to do this, I'm going to do this and this. Okay, certain things, certain things, we have to be conscious of certain things. And certain things, the Lord allows us to do certain things in His timing. Remember, everything happens in a season. Everything for every season. And we cannot force God to change things. If it's not His timing, it's not going to happen. You can be proactive, but if it's not God's timing, he will not allow it to happen. So remember, whatever it is that you're doing, just know if it's not in God's timing, it will not happen. God moves when it's time to move, okay? And God moves you when it's time to move. So when he gives you that unction <laughs> and he lets you know, okay, this it's time for you to go. You just go and be obedient. Don't ask him, why, Lord? Why am I leaving? Lord, why? don't just do. <laughs> we spend so many times doubting God and asking, Lord, why are you doing? Don't ask why. <laughs> just say, Lord, I will be obedient. Your humble servant hears you. And Lord, I'm going to be faithful. That's what you're going to do. Return to your first love. Return to being obedient to what he's telling you to do. Don't fight the Lord on what he wants to do in your life. Surrender your life over to him. I know we have reality things that are going on in our life, and I'm not going to discount it. I'm not going to discredit it. We have bills. I'm like, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to pay you that because I got more bills than I have funds. <laughs> and somebody said, I have more month than money. <laughs> There's there's less there's less money to cover the month. And we understand finances can be extremely challenging 
when it comes to certain things that we need to do. However, God is not lacking in that department either. God will provide. He always does. I know it looks bleak. Trust me. I understand it looks bleak. But you got to pray to him and then figure out some things and ask the Lord how you can do certain things. Sometimes we don't pray to the Lord. We just do. And then we wonder when everything falls apart, what happened? But did you seek the Lord and pray before you just acted? Yeah, you got to you got to be proactive. I get it. I love being proactive, too, but I'm going to pray first <laughs> and then I'm going to move. I'm going to make sure I get an answer. And if I don't get an answer because he hasn't given me one yet, then I wait. Just like it says, be still and know that I am God. God knows what you want to do. God knows what he gave you to do. God knows the assignment he has for you, the work that he has for you to do. He already knows all of that. But you have to wait. So, you know, I think sometimes we have selective amnesia. And we love to look at our circumstances or or we like to look at what we lack, whether it's financially, whether it's business, whatever it is. We like to look at our lack in circumstances and we forget how truly blessed we are because we're so busy looking at what we don't have. We're so busy looking at, oh, and we listen to these six secular people and we understand what they're saying, but we are so busy looking at what they're doing that we forget to look at what God's doing in our lives and what God would have us to do. Because sometimes you look at someone in a certain industry, you're like, oh, I want to do that. I can do that. I can do this. But perhaps God is not wanting you to do that. We try to copy people and we are not to copy anyone. We are to be our authentic self. God has given each of us specific work to do. And you cannot copy somebody else's authentic work because that work is for them to do. You have something different and a different call that God has put on your life. It might be in the same type of industry, but you're not called to the same people. The body of Christ has so many people, so many people who have different gifts, talents, and abilities. We all work <laughs> for to grow and to share about what the Lord is doing and to really just enhance the kingdom. We all have a job to do. Some of us are called to equip others. Some of us are called to share. Some of us are called to motivate and inspire, encourage, and transform lives. Some of us are called to teach. Some of us are called. There are so many things that we are taught to do and that we have been given to do. And some of us are not using our gifts and abilities to enhance the kingdom. Instead, some of us are not even doing anything. We're just sitting on our gifts. And you know what happens when you sit on your gift, your talents, and your abilities? If you don't use it, you shall lose it. You shall lose it. If the Lord blessed you with a certain unique type of capability, you should be sharing it with the world. Yes, you should. Don't be holding it and hoarding it like, oh, nobody needs to know this. Because that does not bring God glory. So in everything that you do, Remember to give your gifts back to God when you give it to other people. So, I want to invite you to stir up the love, desire, and thirst for God. 
that you have inside of you. You stir it up. Don't wait till you get to the church house to get stirred up by the pastor or the bishop or whomever. Stir that up every day before even Sunday comes. For the beginning of the week should take you all the way through till Saturday. So before you go to the church house on Sunday, let's go ahead and make sure that we know that we need to stir ourselves up and not wait for the choir to stir us up. Don't wait for the preacher to stir us up. You need to be stirred up. So forget foolish talk about people and people talking about you. Forget those foolish things and wicked nonsense. Return to your first love. People do not have time for your your regrets. Don't don't regret anything. Take everything as a lesson. Whatever was harmful or painful, use that as a lesson so you can inspire and encourage somebody else when you hear their story like, I understand, I've been there, but you can get through that. You can get through it. So get back to spending time with God in prayer, in his word, and in praising him. You should be able to find a praise that when you look at your life, you should be able to find a praise and just, Lord, I praise your name. I bless your name, Lord God. Because you know what? You have been so good to me, Lord. Just you waking up in the morning and your eyes are open, you should give up and get down on those knees and say, God, thank you for waking me up. Some of us take just waking up as so minuscule and minor. Let me say something to those people that say, don't keep repeating to thank God for that. Well, you know what? We don't need to be repetitious in our prayers and keep repeating things over and over again. But I will say this. If he wakes you up every morning, you better give him praise every morning and say, thank you, Lord, for waking me up. Because it could have been a day where your eyes did not open. Some people went to sleep last night and they did not wake up. So they don't have to be the one saying, oh, do I always have to say thank you, Lord, for waking me up? Because uh, you couldn't have woke up. But, but, but God, but God, I shall never look around and think that, oh, wow, I'm just promised today. Because we're not guaranteed that. And as I, I've always gone to see veterans and I see them sitting up in the hospital and they're in, some of them are in really bad conditions. Some of them, when they lay down at night, they may or may not wake up depending on how their body's doing. Be grateful and thankful that the Lord has allowed you to see another day. Because let me tell you something, it is not guaranteed. Period. That is a blessing that you must give God thanks for. I'm going to give him thanks and praise for it because I know this life is fragile. This life is short. And if he didn't wake me up today, I would not be on this on this recording, on this podcast, talking to anybody. Because God could have taken my life. We need to be very thankful for the life that we're living. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, be thankful. God is able to do exceedingly above anything we could hope or ask. Just be thankful. So you return to your first love with prayer, being in the word, having praise, and when you focus back on God, everything and everybody else is not an issue. Do you understand? 
if you put your focus back where it's supposed to be. Because, you know, sometimes we get people that come to our lives and we're so, we're so excited by them and they're just, you know, happy. So we kind of slack in, in little parts of what we used to do because they're kind of in the way, so to speak. No, let's get back. Let's return. Don't let people get so in front of you that you forget who you are doing things for. Why am I doing this? To give honor, glory, and praise to the Most High God, the Almighty. Is it for man? It is for man to know. It is for man to listen. It is for man to hear, yes. But ultimately, I surrender my life to my Heavenly Father. And I thank Him for the Lord Jesus, and I thank Him for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. No, God's given me an assignment, and I'm going to use my life as best I can to just keep talking about God. That's all I know how to do, and that's what he's given me to do. So we need to lift people up in prayer. And when we're lifting everybody up in prayer, you take your problems and lay them before the Lord. Lay your problems before the Lord and leave them there. Like I said, read Philippians 4, 6 for um, the verse that was given by uh, you first. And if you don't have that, that's a great application as well. Leave your problems before the Lord and leave them there. Question before I close. Do you believe, honestly, ask yourself this. Do you believe honestly that God is able to remove people out of your life. And part B to the part A question. Is the Lord, is he bigger than your current circumstances or situation? Is he bigger than the problems you're facing? Is he bigger than your money trouble? Is he bigger than your family trouble? Is he bigger than a broken heart? Is he bigger than the lies told about you? Is he bigger than the problems that you get from the doctors? Is he bigger than the reports the doctors say about you? Is he bigger? Do you believe he's bigger? Question for you. So you sit and you think about those questions. Answer them honestly, because if you answer them honestly, you know where your faith is. If you got a little bit of waiver, you got some work to do. But I'll pose those questions again. Do you believe honestly God is able to remove people out of your life? Some people don't need to be in your life. And do you think God is able to remove them? Because he's definitely able to remove them. The Lord can do that. And he's able. And... Is the Lord bigger than your current circumstances, whatever they are that you're facing right now? Is he bigger than the creditors? Is he bigger than the lack of money that you have? Is he bigger than divorce? Is he bigger than special needs issues? Is he bigger than your disability? Is he bigger than your wicked people that surround you? Is he bigger than any circumstance or situation you find yourself in currently? Is he? Think about that. 
And with that, I do want to close out in prayer today. So I will do just that. And then I hope that you're having an amazing Monday. And please, return to your first Lord. Return to your first Lord, (laughs) which we only have the one. Return to the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. That's so beautiful. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. I hope that you will do that on today. Let's go into prayer. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for your everlasting power. Lord, you are a merciful God. Lord, you are a just God. You are just everything, Lord. We know that you have righteousness. We know you have justice. We know you have wrath. We know you have loving kindness, Lord God. Your characteristics of who you are, they go on forever. But Lord, we want to remember to bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name, Lord. I want to bless your name, Lord. Help me to do that. Lord, I pray for that. I pray for wisdom to know how to do that better, Lord. And I pray that I can always have a praise in my mouth, regardless of the circumstances or situations I find myself in. And Lord, I'm praying that I could find a church just to sit in until transition time, Lord. I thank you for it. I thank you for everything. I thank you for BSF, Lord. I thank you for the leaders who spend time in your presence and in your word, Lord God. Researching the scripture, researching what the word says, researching your words, Lord God, and to be able to sit and talk about the Lord. Lord, I thank you for all the ladies of BSF. I thank you for the leaders. I thank you for all the members. I thank you for all the time, Lord God. And I pray, Lord, as time gets back that I'll be able to volunteer in other places. Lord, help me to do just that and offer up my gifts and talents and abilities to those that will definitely benefit. Lord, I thank you and I am so excited and happy and joyful, Lord. I've got joy about you, Lord God, because I love you. Lord, you love me first. Lord, that's why I love you even more. Lord, thank you for the blessing of your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the blessing. In the name of your Son, Jesus, I pray. Amen. All right, guys. I want you guys to remember to be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what God has laid on your heart. And 2020, remember, kick up that turboness and don't rush into something that the Lord hasn't given you to do just yet. Remember, sometimes you got to be still. And know that God is God and everything has a time and season. So don't rush before time. Have a great Monday, you guys. Take care.